Are you looking for dating tips? Wondering which app is best? Or maybe you're wondering if it's even possible to meet someone in real life anymore. This topic is actually really fascinating to me because I never really got to experience online dating. So I'm really curious about it and eager to help you learn some tips so you can navigate those waters. My guest today is not only in the dating pool herself, she has also made a career out of giving really amazing dating advice on her podcast, Lady Lovin', and she always gave me really great advice back when I was dating. She is an influencer, writer, actress, DJ, podcaster, dating expert, entrepreneur, and my best friend of 27 years. Her name is Jelly Hendricks, and she has a lot to say on this topic. If you're on a date and the person isn't treating you nice or you know, uh, you're not enjoying yourself, like you can just get up and leave. Like I think a lot of time as women, we feel like we need to, if we're on a date with someone, we need to stay for 45 minutes or we need to stay for one drink or one cup of coffee. But you know what? You don't have to do that. Like you can leave. We kind of need to change the way we're thinking about dating because we are meeting people that we've never met before and we're meeting them on apps and on the internet. From our conversation, you'll learn the best opening line to use on an app, the truth about ghosting, and the hilarious story of the weirdest date she's ever been on. Welcome to Lauren Conrad Asking for a Friend. So just a note, we are recording in my home today, and there's a tree right outside my window with lots of little birdies, and you might hear them, and that's why. Hi. Hey, how are you doing, Jilly? Good, how are you? Good. Thank you for having me. Thanks for coming to my house. Of course. It's close to my parents' house. I know. Jillian's in town from New York uh, for a, a, a quick little a quick little trip, and I got to see her, which is always exciting. Um, and she was nice enough to sit down with me and do an interview. I'm excited. Yeah. Are you ready to talk dating? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, let's, so let's deep dive. Yeah, let's do it. So I have a lot of questions because I was really excited to do an episode kind of focusing on dating, but I'm just so unfamiliar with the world and what it is today. I feel like everything's changing and the rules are changing. And you're the person I probably talk to the most about this because I love getting updates from you. You do. I think you live vicariously through my bad dates. 100%. And the good ones. And the good ones, yeah. Yeah, it's just, I mean... Yeah, I'm, I'm just so removed that it's it's so interesting to me and I just, I love hearing about it from you. So I'm really excited about this topic because we're talking about not just dating, but particularly online dating, which I've never done. So, and I know you have. I have. And you let me sometimes play on your dating apps. I do. Which is really fun. I let a lot of people swipe for me. Yeah. So I have swiped, but not for myself. That's my first pro tip. Is it? Yeah. Let your friend swipe? Yeah. Because sometimes, you know, you're a bit picky. And Is that they, a bad thing? That's not a bad thing, but I think that sometimes your friends have your best interest and they think of things maybe that you don't. So to let someone like swipe on your phone for a bit, why not? Mix it up. It's the same idea as like, as like being set up where yeah. someone sees qualities in a person that they think would be good for you that maybe you're not recognizing. And then you have a match and then you're like, where did this guy come from? And then you get to explore and you're like, oh, he liked me. Okay, it's fun. I, I do want to do in a minute, I do want to do a rundown of all the apps because I don't really understand how they work or which ones you use, or I know you have many, correct? I do. You do. Okay. I have many, and then I delete them, and then I add them back, and okay. it's like, I don't even know. And they're all kind of different, and I feel like people have, they all kind of have different reputations. 
Yeah, I feel like as the dating app world has progressed, each app has kind of found its like has really honed in on like a group of people or an audience or a type of dating. Mm-hmm. So I feel like as before, when they first came out, everyone was downloading all of them and, you know, you were kind of getting like the same pool of, of people and now it's a bit more focused. Okay. Well, that's nice. Yeah. I think it's better now to online date than right when they first came out. Great. Okay. So my first question is, do you actually meet people in the real world anymore or are most of your dates coming from online dating? Most of my dates actually are coming from my Instagram. That's funny. Are they sliding into your DMs? They are sliding into my DMs (laughs) and I am responding. That's funny. It's actually, I think Instagram is one of the um, best new dating apps. Actually, so I don't know if I told you this, but I, um, I, I posted as I normally do questions on my Instagram, but I also ask people if they had found success, like if they had a partner and they found them through a dating app, which one was it? And there was actually a decent amount of people that said Instagram. Yeah. Or I'll meet a guy like at an event or like through a friend uh-huh. and then they'll message me through Instagram. Okay. And then it's like, you know, if you meet someone, you don't have to go through someone else to get their phone number and like make it more of a like a big deal. You can kind of like own that connection yourself. So it's kind of just a way to get a hold of someone and to get their attention. All right. So in, Instagram's your, your new dating app. Yeah, I recently, I'm, I met this guy out a few times and like um, a month after we met or two months after, he sent me a message and was like, hey, like we should go out So via it, Instagram. It's less like you you kind of searching Instagram for a potential date and more like them using it as a way to contact you. I would say that and then I guess like I've never actively like found someone on Instagram and messaged them besides Michael B. Jordan. That's the only one that I've hit on in in my DMs, which is a funny story. I've met him and I was like, oh my God, I couldn't even speak. And so then I like messaged him and I was like, hey, it's Jilly from today. (laughs) And then I never got a message back. That's really funny. Yeah, it was very funny. But I I don't really actively like search for guys on Instagram, but I did have a few other guys ask me out that I'd never met before via Instagram. That's nice. Yeah. Or if like someone that your friends are friends with that you've never met and you have mutual friends. So they like saw you in a story or a post and then they go on your page. It's like less like creepy than a stranger, you know? I guess. Is it? I think so. Like if it's a friend of friend, you have a connection. So you know okay. that they like mate. They're not going to like maybe kill you. Okay. That's fair. <laughs> I also want to talk about that because like that's the scariest part to me is meeting someone online. If you don't have um, a mutual contact, like that would that would be terrifying to me to like meet a stranger. Safety is very important. And I it think is. even more, I mean, it's always been extremely important, but with like uber rides and like all of these things that were um you know contacting people online and then meeting up with them you know i think it's really important when you meet someone online to do that in a public place Mm -hmm. and to make sure you feel comfortable and i read an article recently where it was basically saying like if you're on a date and the person isn't treating you nice or you know uh you're not enjoying yourself like you can just get up and leave like I think a lot of time as women we feel like we need to if we're on a date with someone we need to stay for 45 minutes or we need to stay for one drink or one cup of coffee but you know what you don't have to do that like you can leave and so I think that like that um we kind of need to change the way we're thinking about dating because we are meeting people that we've never met before and we're meeting them on apps and on the internet 
Yeah, I, I think it. you're right. Like you, you don't want to hurt people's feelings and you want to be polite. But at the same time, there's something nice about not wasting someone's time. And 100%. Being like, you know what? I'm going to be honest. Like, I mean, you want to give them a fair chance. But if there, there's like a red flag, like let's say you're at a restaurant and they're extremely rude to a server. For me, like um, that's a that's a non-starter. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like just be like, you know what? I'm going to go. <laughs> Definitely. I mean, yeah. I've gone on a date with a guy where like, you know, this was like maybe four years ago. I met him on a dating app called Happen, which matches you or you see people that happen to walk by you or like happen to be in your area. Stop which it. Which is very funny. In, instead of just being like, hi, I see you. I guess. Well, I mean, like, <laughs> it's also weird because like you'll be in your apartment and it'll tell you like at what cross streets the person like walked by you and you're like, are they outside my window? Like what's happening? <laughs> but that's a little bit terrifying. This I, is all very scary to me. I went on a date with this guy and like we sat down and he was like, oh, I looked up your podcast. Like it's not for me. And like you're like DJing is like whack. And he started like saying all these negative things about my work. And instead of me just being like, okay, bye. Like I stayed for 45 minutes and had a drink. And then at the end he was like, do you want to come over? And I was like, no, I'm good. And he was like, okay, bye. And I was like, why did I just do that to myself? Yeah. Like I could have just left and I felt like I needed to stay because it was a date and because, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I, I want to say I would get up, but I've definitely been on a date, been insulted and stayed. Yeah. So I I, I hope one, that's something we can change. Definitely. And we, yeah. It does take bravery to to be like, you know what? This isn't for me. It's yeah. And really also, hard. like, I feel like you when you know when that happens, you don't if you're you don't want to be like, oh, bye. And then the person think that you're like leaving because they're unattractive or you know something like that something but you're kind of just like no you're actually a jerk yeah oh man dating (laughs) but there's also really like amazing dating updates that happen you know so like I think it's the same thing that happens in real life where you know if you meet someone you have good dates and you have bad dates like you're gonna have both but you know the dating app ones the bad ones seem to be always a a bit odder (laughs) yeah okay so do you have like a worst date story? I mean, that one wasn't great. But that one wasn't great. I have like a funny ones. Like I went on a I dating give me another a dating one. app. Um, there was this dating app called Bubby. I don't know if it still exists. I also like love trends, so I mm-hmm. download every new dating app just to see like what great. what the flavor is. You know okay. what I mean? <laughs> so I was on this like dating app called Bubby, which was supposed to be like a cool Jewish dating app. Okay. You know? Oh, that makes sense. And okay. so I um go on this date and the guy and I I was just like this is just not for me like he was polite he was nice like you know it wasn't anything other than we just like don't have a vibe and I knew it like right when we like hugged hello and I really wanted to leave but I was like I'm gonna stay because I just didn't want to be rude so I left and he was again completely nice polite paid for my drink everything so I left and then I got a message from him that was four paragraphs long no. And it was like basically breaking up with me. Stop it. Yeah. And we didn't even like hug goodbye because I was just like, I got to I got to go. You know, I don't want to give him the wrong impression. Like I just have Stop to leave. It. But usually when that happens, you both just no one responds or no one like messages each other. And then you just kind of like move on and live your lives, which is like the best way for something. Yes. For like a bad first date. But so he sent me this four paragraph message like breaking up with me. And it was essentially like, you know, I was really looking forward for a date tonight. But unfortunately, like we don't have a vibe. And like that's the end. Literally. If you needed to send something (laughs) like that was enough. It was four paragraphs. And it was like, I wish you the best in life. Like, you know, like 
Stop. And then it was like all these reasons why he thought we would have had things in common. But like, it just seems like we don't. And I was just like, oh, my God. So I just like deleted the message and didn't respond. I don't even remember the guy's name. Just oh, odd man. things like that where you're just like, and I get it. Like if you've gone out with someone three times, of course, you should let them know because you don't want to lead them on. But like after a first date, I don't need four paragraphs. No. Especially when we didn't even like hug goodbye. Do you think you you have to follow up after a first date? Like if you had gone on a first date and then you reached out again, do you think he needed to be like, he even needed to respond? Or do you think it's okay to just be like, my silence will tell you everything you need no, to know? No, I think if someone reaches out to you, you should respond. Okay. Like if we'd gone on a date and like we kissed and then like I reached out and was like, thanks so much for the date. When do you want to do that again? Like the question, he should respond and be say, actually, like I didn't feel a vibe. Do you do that? Do you follow up like that? So I recently went out with a guy. We went on two dates Mm -hmm. and I didn't really feel like we had a connection met through Instagram. (laughs) But we had mutual friends. Who slid into whose DM? He slid into my DMs. (laughs) We had mutual friends and I went out with him and then I wasn't sure if I liked him, but I was like, you know what? I'll give it another try. So we went out again and then he kept on like kind of talking to me a lot and asked me out again and I was just like hey like I'm really trying to focus on work right now I don't think this is like um, the right time for me but like I really enjoyed getting to know you Mm -hmm. and I feel like if I didn't say something which is true I was really at that moment in time trying to like figure out some work stuff so I couldn't really focus but I feel like if you don't say something it's just like rude because if I'm like oh I'm busy but like maybe in a few weeks like they're still thinking about that yeah and like I've been on the other side of that like my whole entire life usually so it's like I would like that same respect so you should treat people the same way but I don't think you have to be mean about it you can just say something like I'm trying to focus on work or like you know I really enjoyed getting to know you but like you know I didn't feel a deeper connection and like even if they say something rude to you back like it's better that you said that and you were the bigger person because like you don't want to lead people on Yeah. I mean, like you, I've also been on the other end of that. And then I've had, I've had a guy like who I was dating all of a sudden cut off. And I was like, I didn't really understand why, but at the end of the day, it it was so much better than like him disappearing. Yeah. It's better to know right away because then you stop thinking about it and you can close that chapter. You can start the the moving on process. Definitely. And even if you've only been out on two dates, it's like people still think about it, you know? Yeah. Let's talk about something we can all agree on, saving money. Honey is a free browser extension that scans the web for coupon codes and discounts while you shop online. Honey automatically applies the biggest savings to your cart at checkout, just like magic. It works on over 20,000 sites like Amazon, Nordstrom, J.Crew, Nike, and more. Honey takes zero effort to install, just two clicks and you'll start saving anytime you shop online. Honey has people like Irene tweeting, I totally thought Honey was a scam, but I just got $300 worth of bathing suits for $180. You might think it sounds too good to be true. Like, it's free and it saves you money, but what's the catch? So how does it work? It's pretty simple. When you use a coupon provided by Honey, they earn a small commission from the merchant. And they pass along some of the savings to their members. So it's a win-win for everybody. So why not use Honey? It's free to use and easy to install on your computer in just two clicks. Get Honey for free today at joinhoney.com slash for a friend. That's joinhoney.com slash for a friend. Honey, online savings simplified. 
Okay, so I want to talk about uh, specific dating apps. I haven't been on any of these. I'm sure I've gone on some of yours, but I don't know which were which. Well, you don't, actually, you don't have to say if you're on them or off them, but just can you give me I'm like pretty a, open. Okay, really <laughs> you can tell me. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, what do you feel? What's the deal with Tinder? So I don't use Tinder, but I've never really used Tinder. I think okay. I had a Tinder account like right back in like 2013 or something mm-hmm. like that, but I haven't used it. The vibe that I get from that one is just mainly that it's about hooking up. Okay. And I'm also someone that I do like to maybe go out with people who I have friends in common with or like I could look up their name on Facebook and see that they like know this person or something like that just because I'm a bit like less adventurous. No, I think that's actually a safety thing as well. So I just I don't really I don't use Tinder. So this is interesting because I when I posted online and and everybody wrote in. I just want to say that I apparently Tinder does have like a hookup re- reputation, but I asked that people say where they had met their partner, meaning like a, a more serious relationship. And by far, Tinder had the highest success rate, more than double the second one. Well, there's more users on of, it. Of course. But I'm just saying like maybe sometimes hooking up leads to more or maybe there are just more people on there looking for a relationship but it was a ton of people being like met on tinder married two kids like t- like a lot of success so i think i would be i wouldn't write off tinder Julie. i think it could be a number thing but then also it could be years ago like i think tinder back totally. in the day oh maybe was now different. it's more i think now because there are so many niche dating apps like hinge is a really popular dating app for uh relationships mm-hmm. because you have to answer questions and there's prompts so you get to know people more and you can see their personality so they have a better way of like matching people i think a lot of people also use bumble yeah bumble was the second yeah. highest for success and again like this is just a really small sampling and this is just people who follow me on instagram so that's yeah you know what i mean so this is by no means like a a, a you got a big number girl but i'm just saying like i don't i mean uh, ideally it's good advice for those who listen because it would fall into the same audience but so hinge was actually further down on the list match okay cupid and plenty of fish beat hinge but like with people writing in and giving comments people really like Hinge. So I think the experience is really good. Yeah. Maybe it's newer and that's why people haven't haven't developed as many relationships from well, it. Well, Match.com obviously started as a website. Yeah. I have this weird thing and it's probably like, you know, I d- I've never been on Match.com and I think it's because, or like JDate, I think it's because it started as a website. Yeah. And that kind older. of just, yeah. I'm like, I don't know if that's, but I mean, again, like that's, I could be more open, you know? Do you, wait, do you do Bumble? I do Bumble. Okay, good. I want you on one of these top rated ones. Do you do OkCupid? I haven't done OkCupid, but okay. I know a lot of people have success. But an interesting thing is a lot of the dating apps are owned by, so Match.com owns Hinge. They own oh, OkCupid. What? Um, it's called the Match Group. I'll tell you all the ones they own. Match, Hinge, and OkCupid are all owned by the same company? Okay, so Match Group owns Tinder. They own Match. They own Plenty of Fish. They own Hinge. Um, they, so own they own a lot of, of the dating apps. And then Bumbles has a different group, a dating app group, mm-hmm. which has Badoo, which is actually the number one dating app in the world. But it's very big in like Russia and India. I was going to say, I didn't see that one. Yeah. So like that's not very big in the US, okay. but um, that's the number one dating app in the world. It's called Badoo. And they actually have part ownership in um, Bumble and Chappie, which is Bumble's new brand. For- is that for friends? No, it's for men. Oh, 
Because they made they did one for friends and for business, right? Well, so Bumble has Bumble BFF, Bumble Biz, yeah, and then yeah. Bumble Dating. Mm-hmm. And then um, Chappie is like specifically for men to meet men. It bumbles when girls have to reach out. Is that the one? Yeah. Okay. Girls do, have to say Do you like that? First. No, because I'm very old-fashioned. I'm also lazy. I'm old-fashioned and lazy. Are you old-fashioned? I don't think of you as old-fashioned. Well, I'm old-fashioned in the sense that I do like a guy to like pay for my drink and open my door. I think it's polite. Okay, so this leads me to two questions. I want to know, is it still expected for a guy, if, if a, a man and a woman are out on a date, is it still expected that the man pays for drinks or dinner? Because I feel like... I think it depends. I mean, like yeah. right now we are in a... It's like different than when when like six years ago, right? When people were dating. I think if you're the type of person that, for lack of a better word, like lives in a progressive, mm-hmm. um, you know, like mind, I think that like maybe you won't care yeah. if you split it and maybe you expect to pay for it or split it or maybe you want like, uh, you know, a different type of like gender role. But like me, I prefer a guy to pay because like, I prefer a guy to like take me out and to do stuff because yeah. like I feel like I'm very like aggressive in my like work and in my life and I'm very like you know these are the things that I want but like sometimes I do want a man to to also provide for me and to do that you know yeah that makes sense not because I can't provide for myself but that's just like no, you know what I like it's in a, a relationship because I, yeah. I, I feel like some some women like want to split the bill they're like I think like on the first date they're like this is a partnership like we're do we're in this 50 50 so like it's it's just interesting that different people have different preferences I think it's less about like a man paying for you or a woman paying for you and just the what type of relationship you want as who you are as a person Okay. Regardless of your gender. So maybe that's like a bigger, you're, you're just setting it up first date. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that that's sense. like a lot you can tell. You know what I mean? That's why you go on a first date. Of course. Do you do the reach? I do. You do? I definitely <laughs> do. Because you're a lady. I am. And then it's like if they accept it, I'm like, I don't know if I want that. Oh, so if they let you pay, then you're like. Mm. But I will. I tell you that like I've gone on, you know, like if I'm dating someone and like I'll let them pay for like the first few dates and then I'll like be like, I want to take you out and do a whole thing. I did that with William, my our third date. Yeah. He he took me out both uh for our first two dates and we did both like a nice restaurant and then went to have drinks afterward. And on our third date, I said, uh, you know what? I, I want to I want to plan a date and, and I'll take you out. And again, like I think you're right. I think it is that like bigger thing of just seeing if they're comfortable because you know, we're very much a partnership and I needed him to be okay with like me paying for some stuff. And Definitely. Like, yeah. So it's kind of nice. But I, I do also hear, hear your point of like, it is nice to be taken out on a date as well. So I was just curious what your point of view was. Um, so and then I guess I it just depends. Obviously, once you start dating, of course, you don't expect them like the no, one person no. to pay for everything because that course. wouldn't be like a partnership. Well, it's just difficult, especially yeah. like if you're both, you know, starting out in your careers and, you know. I will say, though, if someone does want to take you on a date and like they can't they don't want to spend that much or something, I think there's so many amazing dates that people can do that are like in a park with like a bottle of wine that they brought or like making a picnic or stuff like that. Because I think there's a lot of like people out there that want to take women or men out and they, um, you know, you don't want to spend a ton of money, yeah. but you want to spend the day. Yeah, you can exactly. go to a park, like, go you to can the still beach, make the effort can... without having it to be pricey. Of course. Yeah. And that's nice. Like, you can also, like, cook a meal for someone. I mean, maybe not the first date because you don't want to go to someone's No, I wouldn't home. go to someone's house the first date. No. But I'm also, again, like, scaredy cat. 
Well, yeah, it's also just not a position to put yourself in unless you know them pretty well. Oh, and then my other question was talking about, so with a situation like Bumble, like you have to make the first move. What's your opening line? Oh, I got a few, girl. I want to hear them because I would just be like, hi. So I don't think hi works. Really? Unless you're like, I don't know. Unless you're like maybe like naked in your profile picture. Stop like it. I don't really? think high works. No, I don't Because you have know. to get their attention. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's like I think like, you know, if you say something funny or, or uh, something that challenges them or oh. something that catches their attention. Oh, God. Like a lot of people will recommend um, if in one of their photos, you bring up something that happened in the photo. So like if they have a dog in a photo. Hi, I like your dog. Yeah. Like what's your dog's name? There's okay. like an easy tip. But my favorite tip is to... So I usually say, have you heard of the Beatles? Like the band. <laughs> Stop it. And then usually, they'll, like, if they're, like, funny, they'll respond back. Like, okay. I love that restaurant. Or, like, I just heard them on the radio for the first, you know what I mean? So okay. it's, like, and then you can kind of get some banter going to, like, lighten the conversation. I remember um, in Aziz Ansari's TV show that he had on Netflix, he uh, had a line where he asked people, I'm going to Whole Foods, what can I get you? And that's a good one, too, because it's a you question. can actually, well, first off, they'll maybe be like, oh, I saw that TV show. Or they'll be like, you can get me like vegan protein ice cream, like not, no sugar, no dairy. And then you'll be like, OK, don't want to go out with that person. They're a vegan. <laughs> or you can, they'll <laughs> tell you like, you know, I want popcorn and like, and then you're okay. like, we're going to match. Well, this is a, this is Actually, love. that's really smart. But I like the idea of, of, of opening with a question because they're yeah. more like, because yeah, you're right. Like I... To see this it's good it's good I found a person because if I was just like hi like they're gonna write hi back and then it's like okay what now yeah you're like what's next so I yeah. always think and then if it's a question where you can kind of go back and forth for a bit but the Whole Foods one I tried once and then they were like what can I get you and then I was like oh my god I don't know what to say <laughs> I like, oh, didn't have like my response prepared <laughs> but I was like what do I do so I said popcorn you know but yeah you got to keep it going so you got to okay. ask a lot of questions in these things but okay. I would say like you go back and forth for like a day or two and then you like ask out. But like anything longer for me, it's like I forgot. Like I think people forget when they match with someone or they forget that there's like a conversation yeah, happening. Life. So it's like I would say you have like maybe like a, a day or two to ask them out. Oh, wow. OK. So it's like life. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever scent you may be wearing, you have good taste and you know what you like. But your good taste may also be expensive taste, and you can easily end up with a shelf full of half-used bottles. Or maybe you've been wearing the same two perfumes for years because going out and buying a new one is just too much of a commitment. With Scentbird, you can have great taste and mix up your fragrance routine without breaking the bank. Whether it's Tom Ford, Gucci, or Prada, Scentbird.com will keep you smelling good month after month. Scentbird is a luxury fragrance subscription service for perfumes and colognes. It's a great way for you to discover new scents without having to buy an entire bottle. Choose from more than 450 designer brands and they'll send you a 30-day supply each month. That's 120 sprays if you want to get really specific, enough to apply more than four times daily for the entire month. Not sure what type of scent you're looking for? Sort and find your new fragrance by brand, style, occasion, season, and more. Or take Scentbird's True Scent Quiz to discover more personalized recommendations for your taste. With an exclusive offer just for our listeners, you can get 50% off your first month today. That's only $7.50 for your first fragrance. 
Go to scentbird.com slash LC and use my code LC for 50% off your first month. Again, that's S-C-E-N-T bird.com slash LC for you to try your first perfume or cologne for just $7.50. Sign on and smell amazing. So now that you know a little bit more about Jilly, we're going to take some questions from you. You'll learn how long you should chat on an app before meeting in person, how to politely stalk your future dates, and what dating terms you guys should know. First one is from Mary. It says, how do you tell your mom you met a guy on an app? I think a lot of people feel weird about it, even though I think a a large majority of people meet online these days. It's not unusual, but maybe it's confusing to a parent just because they didn't date in that world, a parent or me. (laughs) My mom's like, are you on the apps? And I'm like, yeah. She's like, well, are you actually trying? (laughs) She's like, just use the apps because everyone's like, oh, my daughter met this person on this app. And so my mom's always like, are you on the apps? I'm like, yes. I think, you know, you could, what you could do is like show your mom how it works. Like I think a lot of the times with like apps and technology and parents is like, they have so many questions because they don't understand it. They don't have it on their phones. Mm -hmm. So you have to, if you actually sit with her and you're like, this is how it works. And then you match and then you start talking and then you go on a date. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think that's like that's good advice. Yeah. If, a maybe good if they understand it. it because it's, it's just sounds so strange unless you kind of look and you're like, it's like, being in a bar and you see all these people definitely and you get to yeah yeah i think you clearly i never explained yeah explain it also like that like let's say we're in a bar with a hundred people and this guy and i like said a word to each other it's the same thing except instead of a bar it's an app yeah laura wants to know how do you weed out guys who just want to hook up well i think that is also like the same on a dating app as in real life yeah if they're talking to you like do you want to go out for a drink at midnight that's probably a hookup they're looking for more than a drink but i think if you're scheduling a date like a coffee or a dinner or an earlier drink and then you're actually talking to them i think you can tell within the first like hour if they just want to hook up do people say still type you up I mean, I do as a joke. Oh, really? <laughs> I think it's like I send it to I, friends because like I think now. it's funny. <laughs> like I'm always like on my Instagram, mm-hmm. like tagging brands because I'm like, will you sponsor me? Like you up? <laughs> like that's how <laughs> I use it. That was yeah. That's that was my. I was in the you up dating generation. Yeah, oh. I think people use it as like a joke. Okay. Yeah. Oh man. Okay. Uh, Katie wants to know how long you chat on an app before meeting in person, which you said about two days, right? I mean, that's what I do because okay. I'm also just not the type that like, I don't have time to be like texting for a week. It's like, if you think there's a vibe, like one of you should just be like, want to have a drink. And then if they don't respond right away, then you know, they're not looking for a relationship. Okay. A person who, whose name, it was private, but they said, just call me Jen, which I liked, uh, said, this, is, this isn't, an, isn't a question, it's more of a comment, but said, I feel like in this day and age, no one settles because they keep swiping. It's discouraging. Do you feel like that's the case where like people don't hang around long enough to get to know someone or give them a chance? I mean, the, the thing that's interesting to me about, about meeting online is like you don't know if there's chemistry. Like so much of it is just like having – chemistry being next to one another and you can't tell that from an app obviously you can tell when you meet but do you think that that's making it easier easier or harder or I think that's like our whole life is more options right now like even if you think about like 
we all go on like Netflix or streaming platforms and we watch all the trailers 50 times then we don't end up watching a show Mm -hmm. and like there's so many restaurant options and like delivery services and like the whole thing so I think like having so many options is just like part of our generation but I also think like people do really want relationships and there are people out there that want to fall in love so like you know as much as there are a lot of people that are keep swiping and that are looking for you know the next best thing it's like I do think that there are people that are looking for love. So I think they're on the apps. Yeah, I mean, yes. Obviously, people are on there to hook up too. But I will say sometimes a hookup leads to more. So maybe maybe just have an open mind. I mean, obviously, you don't have to hook up with people if you don't want to. Okay, and then another question I have is about like how deep – like when you you match or – is it match? Yeah. It's always match. Okay. When you match with someone um, or you meet someone on a, on a dating app and you want to meet up with them, like how much of a background check do you do? Like how deep do you go? Oh, I go deep. I mean, listen, like you better have like a LinkedIn account, which everyone usually <laughs> does. And like the best thing you should do when you're stalking someone on LinkedIn is make sure that your LinkedIn is logged out. Oh. So that way you can click on their profile and they won't know that you looked them up. Hot tip. Hot tip. So I would say that usually everyone has a LinkedIn if you're like in the career world. So like, okay, you can look them up there. You can My see grandma your, has a LinkedIn. I think yeah. I think most people have a LinkedIn. So you can see like where they're employed, like a few oh. things like that, where they went to college. Obviously, a lot of people have Facebook, so you can do that. Um, I would say Instagram is also great, but sometimes a lot of people are more private on Instagram than the other um, social network. But I feel like you could just put them in Google and you can find out a lot. Okay. I I was laughing because uh well actually two different people. One uh Devin said my mom ran a background check on on him before our first date, which props to mom. That's yeah, just I love a good that. that's a good mom. That's amazing. She was like, Let me let me find out. I know also I guess some of the dating apps don't give their last names. Yeah. So like you just have to I know that's a little bit trickier. Can you Google image search their their photo? I think you can. You could actually screenshot it and put it in Google and search that way. By the way, can you, I, can you tell I watch Catfish? I know, right? <laughs> you could do that. I think you can also, going back to the LinkedIn thing, if you find out on their dating profile, usually it says where they went to college, oh, okay. you could look up their first name and the first letter of their last name or whatever they give you and the college. And usually that'll help find maybe people like that on LinkedIn. And then you can see like, okay, I know they live in like Seattle and they have that first name and they went to this college and then you start just like getting little things to, you know, create a whole human. I'm going to call you next time. I need to find out something about I'm somebody. I'm pretty good about yeah. the internet. I don't really, yeah, I, I don't really have to do background checks on people, but this is very interesting. Emily said, I when I asked about background checks, she's, Emily said, definitely have to do background checks in Ireland. We could be related. <laughs> Oh, my God. I was laughing at. Oh, man. That would be a real bummer. If you went out with your cousin. Yeah, especially if you didn't find out after, like, the first date I'm or sure two. I'm sure that's happened. For sure. I mean, also with, like, what do you, do you, I'm sure do that, you like. Do you check family? What is it? Like, Ancestry.com? I mean, now with, like, 23andMe, I think people are finding out that they have other siblings that oh, they yeah. didn't know about. Or, like, our parents are finding out that they had other siblings and those people have kids. And you don't know that. I'm sure people have definitely gone out with their cousins. That would be a real bummer. Uh, you know that we have a mutual friend who recently found out that she has a sister be- or a half-sister, I should say, because her father used to donate sperm. Really? I didn't yeah. know this. Yeah. I can't wait to hear this story after yeah. the pod. Yeah. I mean, people are finding out stuff. People are finding out their dads are murderers. It's all 23andMe, man. I know. Didn't 23andMe capture that 
Oh yes, murder. That's 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 another episode. That is. We should start that podcast. <laughs> I. You know what? I'll listen to that podcast. Anything true crime, I'm in. Away creates thoughtful products designed to change how you see the world. And they started with the perfect suitcase, crafted with features to make travel more seamless. And now they offer a range of essentials that solve real travel problems. So all you have to think about is where you're headed next, because getting away means getting more out of every trip to come. Away knows that everyone has different travel style, and that's why they make their carry-on in an array of colors, two sizes, and two materials a strong yet flexible polycarbonate, and an anodized aluminum. The carry-on and bigger carry-on, if you need a little extra space, feature four 360-degree spinner wheels guaranteeing a smooth ride, an optional ejectable battery to keep your phone charged, a removable laundry bag to separate dirty clothes from clean ones, and they even offer a range of unique personalization options, including hand painting. Their suitcases are designed to last a lifetime, but if any part of your suitcase breaks, Away's standout customer service team will arrange to have it fixed or replaced ASAP. With a 100-day trial on everything Away makes, take it out on the road, live with it, travel with it, get lost with it. If you decide it's not for you, you can return any non-personalized item for a full refund. Want to see the selection for yourself? You can shop everything away at their stores in New York, Austin, LA, San Francisco, Boston, Chicago, and London. And now for $20 off a suitcase, just visit awaytravel.com slash forafriend and use promo code forafriend during checkout. Again, that's awaytravel.com slash forafriend, promo code forafriend for $20 off a suitcase. So I'm going to start with ghosting because I think I know what that one means. But I want you to tell me what terms I need to know. I mean, I don't need to know them because I'm not dating. But I should know just so I can feel hip. Uh, ghosting, I'm, I'm assuming, is just being a ghost. They disappear. They disappear. But the another part of ghosting is zombieing. No, what when is they that? they come back from the dead. <laughs> really? So they've disappeared. And then you haven't heard from them in three months. And then they're back. Surprise. Zombie. Yeah. So they're undead? Yeah. Although, if someone ghosts you and then they come back, just send them a picture of Patrick Swayze in Ghost. Really? Yeah. That's what you should respond. It's like a gift of okay. Patrick Swayze in Ghost. And if they get it, then it's like a way to be like, yo, bro, like, where have you been? Yeah. And if they don't get it, you shouldn't even go out with them. But there's a zombie emoji. Can you just send them that? Yeah, but they may not get it. At okay. least like the Patrick Swayze movie is called Ghost. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. So it's a little more like, you know... Um, okay, wait, tell me other terms. Another big term that's been around for maybe two years, three years, it's called orbiting. Don't know that one. And so it's when someone's like has ignored you via text and like phone calls and all of that, but they're active in your social. So they're orbiting around you. So they're either liking your Instagrams, maybe commenting, oh. but they're not actively like pursuing you. So they're just kind of keeping you around and like in the mix to let you know that they could be interested you know, maybe they're dating someone else right now. They're not sure it's going to work out. So they're going to orbit around you. That's, I used to, yeah, I used to do that to people, but I would call it keeping them on the back burner. Yeah. So the back burner has <laughs> become an orbit. Okay. Got it. Well, no, you're, yeah, if you're keeping someone on the back burner, then you're orbiting them, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You're orbiting around them. All right. It's not always a bad thing because like, 
Yeah, like maybe it's just not a good time for you to be in a relationship or you're not sure, but you're like, this is a good one. I don't want them to like go away. You could be order- orbiting. I think I orbit. Right now I'm married with oh, a baby. Oh, not you. Sorry. Oh, I mean like a- anyone listening could be orbiting. Oh, I was like, I've got big problems if I'm orbiting. <laughs> Can you imagine? You're not orbiting. I've seen your Instagram activity. It's very low. <laughs> oh, man. I'd like you to orbit around mine more, you know? I'm sorry. I'm really bad at it. I, I'm i just going to give you my password. You can you orbit should. yourself. Oh, my God. LOL. <laughs> okay. What else you got? Give me the terms. Kittenfish? Stop. Is it like fish is another term I love. Is it like catfishing? It's not as extreme as a catfish, hence it's a kittenfish. It's basically when you can I guess, can I guess? Yeah, go for it. Is it when you just like over Photoshop all of your photos and you maybe present yourself in a way that is ding ding ding. Woo! Okay. I was trying to think of the kindest way to That's it. Like maybe it's I think everyone's done that where they've met someone in person and they were like, oh, you weren't what I expected. Not necessarily always in a negative way, but just yeah. in a different way. Well, we all know that everyone uses their best pictures on dating apps. Well, who wouldn't? But I think it's like one thing to use a picture from five years ago yep. because you're like, hey, I'm not dating you five years ago. Like I'm dating you today. Okay. So you got to keep your, your profile updated, you know? I hear you. No kitten fishing. No kitten fishing. Those are my favorite terms right now. I like all of them. Yeah, right? Well, kitten fishing is light. We've all done it probably. For, without I, realizing. I probably kitten fish. Well, picking your photos, there's another tip that I have. I would have one of your friends help you pick your photos because I think tip. that your friends see you in a different light too. Sometimes we're all really hard on ourselves. So we pick photos that we think we look, you know, X, Y, Z way. And our friends are like, listen, like this is a great photo. You should do this. This really shows your personality. So sit down and do it with some friends. I like that. I feel like I've helped you pick. 100%. I can't do it on my own because I'm like, this picture's hot. Everyone's like, you're not smiling. You kind of look like you're really upset. <laughs> like, <laughs> you look mean. You look really miserable and you're in a <laughs> corner and there's like no light around you. Don't do it. Okay. Yeah, I think that's a good, I think that's a good tip. I'm, I'm always happy to do that with you. That's fun. I, I would never suggest a song because I feel like you're much better in that area. Oh, yeah. I always go like um, J-Lo. Well, yeah, obviously. Big fan. All right, girlfriend. That's it for us. Yeah. Thanks for all the tips. Of I learned course. so much. Thank you for having me. I'm going to go kittenfish everyone. I mean, kittenfish is a cute name. It is really it's cute. It's a really it cute It sounds name. really close to kitten heel, which I don't love. I love a kitten heel. Well, we'll agree to disagree on that one. Okay. Yeah. We can do a whole lot on fashion trends. Oh, no. <laughs> all right. Thank you, Jilly. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode and to my wonderful guest, Jilly Hendricks. I hope you learned some tips to help you navigate the dating world more easily. For more information on Jilly, you can follow her at Jilly Hendricks and at JillyHendricks.com. And you can watch all of her video content on IGTV. If you liked what you heard, be sure to rate, review, subscribe, and tell a friend about the show. We will be back next Wednesday with another episode. Talk to you soon.